This is M.I.P. With Masamela Mafumo. Mark Thompson. Get woke. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. God bless you. Good morning. Headed back to New York today from here in Akron, Ohio, where I attended the funeral service for Jalen Walker, shot 60 times by the Akron Police Department. Robert Cremo, who shot up the 4th of July celebration in Highland Park, uh, was apprehended peacefully without incident. But Jalen Walker, because he is he was a black man, he is, he lives forever, because he is a black man, was taken down by the Akron police. Participated also in a press conference immediately after the funeral yesterday. The legal team led the press conference, uh, Robert DiCello, Bobby DiCello, and we're going to hear that press conference today. Wanted to share that with you. I had an opportunity to speak there. Was in fact asked to share some thoughts, and I'm appreciative of that. So you'll hear now in this order: Robert, attorneys Robert DiCello, Paige White, Ken Arbano, um, myself, uh, Tamika Mallory, and. Jalen Walker's cousin, Rajray Walker, the press conference yesterday after the Jalen Walker funeral. Much, much, much more work to be done. One of the most important changes that can be implemented now and that we're calling upon the city to take care of immediately is the implementation of dash cams, a very simple and very important change that would have led clarity to this situation and to countless situations where black Americans have been arrested and stopped at traffic stops. And finally, we wanna keep our focus today on the family of Jalen Walker. I sat with Pam on the stage and she muttered to me, why did they take my son from me? Why did they take my son from me? And as we continued to investigate and figure out exactly why the officers behaved the way they did, we are going to hold them accountable for every single bullet that they fired in this case. I've made a promise to, J to Jalen in my own heart, and I've made a promise to Jada out loud, and I made a promise to Pamela that we're gonna be here for them. And we thank you for being here for them too. I first just wanna thank every single person in this room the media, friends, family, and the community members who came to remember the life of Jalen Walker. Thank you so much. 
you know, I'm a lawyer, but first I'm a black woman. And this case hits hard because I have a younger brother who is Jalen's age. It could have been him. And me saying that and me knowing that is not okay. We need change. And when we talk about change, we're not talking about just this one incident. Jalen Walker is not just one incident. Jalen Walker represents a larger systemic issue that we know. And so, as Jalen was laid to rest today, and we had the opportunity to be with his friends and family and hear from his loved ones, I want everyone to remember that this cannot happen again. There cannot be another Pam Walker screaming, seeing her son. And there cannot be another Jada Walker crying and longing for her brother. I am honored to be a part of such a talented legal team and that I know is going to get justice. Bobby just came up here and talked about accountability. Make no mistake about it. Every single shot will be accounted for. Every single one. Those officers will be held accountable. And as we shared today, the United Nations is now coming in. This is now becoming a worldwide issue. And so as all eyes are on Akron and all eyes are on Jalen Walker, I ask us to remember why we're here. And it's because we want to change. Thank you so much. I want to echo the thoughts of Paige and Bobby. We've had the tremendous honor of really getting to know the, the Walker family. It's an honor that may sound ironic. It's an honor that in this situation, we just wish we never would have had. Today is a remarkable day. And I hope we all understand, realize, and appreciate that it's remarkable for so many wrong reasons. I read this morning and I heard in that wonderful celebration inside the word normalized. How we as a city, as a county, as a state, as a region, as a nation, as a world, have allowed this brutality to become normalized. How did we allow that to happen? We need to have courage to make change. Bobby talked of policy change. The elected officials and those in power need to be courageous and make change because some may look at them in the wrong way. 
without courage and strength, change will not happen. For those of us in that service today, in that celebration, we saw the Walker family and hundreds and hundreds of people unified, showing courage, showing strength. We need our voices to change what is happening here in our state, regionally, and nationally. We need to make sure that we patiently approach every step of the way. Demonstrations are helping. They're being nonviolent. They're voicing their grief, as we heard Pastor Robert DeJernet speak of. We now need those who were responsible for Jalen's death to accept responsibility, show the courage, accept accountability, and make change so that we don't have any more remarkable days like this ever again. Thank you. We're now going to hear from the Reverend Mark Thompson. Thank you to uh, Robert DiCello for inviting me to be here and to say a few words and thankful to be here as a part of this very spiritual gathering today, the homegoing of our newest ancestor, Jalen Walker. Obviously, there is much more work that needs to be done, and I want to associate myself with all of the comments that have already been made. From a practical point of view, I had a conversation just a little while ago with the president of the Akron NAACP who spoke at the Unity Gathering last night, and I said to her uh, that when I lived in Washington, D.C., one of my titles several years ago was chair of the NAACP Police Task Force. And what we were able to do in Washington, D.C. is hopefully something that other branches and other organizations and these attorneys and other parts of the community can do in cities like Akron. In fact, in Washington, D.C., we were able to establish an Office of Civilian Complaint Review with subpoena power. We were able to get dash cams. So it can be done, but not without the courage the other speaker just mentioned and the eternal vigilance. On the matter of nonviolence, since I've been here, I've heard that reiterated over and over again, and we all agree. But I think it is a matter of fact that nonviolence has taken place here. I think I saw Jacob Blake Sr. walk in a moment ago protesting nonviolently but still manhandled violently by the police. So as we commit to nonviolence ourselves in this community and those of us who are here to support this community, the police must do precisely the same and commit to nonviolence 
in the handling of all First Amendment demonstrators and in the handling of all who were here. Bobby mentioned an apology. What's interesting is the projection onto the community to practice nonviolence is coming sometimes from someone we just heard about yesterday. Yesterday in Washington, we had the January 6th hearings. And one of the individuals who perpetrated violence against the U.S. Capitol Police was man enough to go up to that U.S. Capitol Police officer after that hearing and apologize. That sets an example. People can be transformed, as all of the clergy here have said. That is very important. And so we hope the police will heed this, issue that apology, and change their approach. We stand with this community. This community will take the lead, and any of us who can support it will do so. Jalen Walker is a martyr just for standing there and being a black man. He was pursued by the authorities and executed in the same way Jesus Christ was, in fact. That's not even much of a spiritual statement. That is a historical fact. And if the followers of Christ had been silent after his crucifixion at the hands of the state, we would not be where we are 2022 years today, removed from that. Dr. King said, true peace is not merely the absence of tension, but the presence of justice. We stand, those of us who don't live here, will support those who do live here until true justice comes to Akron. God bless you. Tamika Danielle Mallory, co-founder of Until Freedom. While coming here to Akron, I was looking around at all of the businesses, um, looking at the buildings, and I did not notice one glass broken. I didn't notice windows down. I didn't notice boarding up to the windows. And I asked myself, why so much focus on calling on protesters who are 99.9% peaceful, as has been said, we say nonviolent, because we cannot walk through the streets chanting no justice, no peace, we have no justice, and then call for peace. It does not make sense. We must have justice in order to have peace. So I'm not peaceful, and I know that people don't want to hear me say that, and it may get me in trouble, but I want to join the local organizers and activists in saying they did not start this. The violence came from the police. And we need to do, as Bishop Clark said today, reclaim the narrative. And that narrative should be arrest the cops. Lock up all the cops who are responsible for taking the life of a 25-year-old young man who was unarmed at the time that he was lynched in front of the entire world. That is what we should be saying. Yes, it is important to set the tone of nonviolence as Dr. King has done, 
But what we must also acknowledge is as I was watching videos over the last few days and Reverend Mark Thompson mentioned Jace, Jacob Blake Sr. and what happened to him while he was here. I know Jacob Blake Sr. I know him very well. There's not a violent bone in his body. He was on the sidewalk and yet he was attacked and brutalized by police officers in Akron. Breonna Taylor's aunt attacked, arrested for no reason because she was outside calling for justice after being traumatized from her, her niece being shot to death, sleep in her home. So we are focusing our cries for nonviolence and for peace on the wrong group, in my judgment. My estimation is that we ought to turn to the perpetrators of this incident that brings us from all around the nation, those that uh, force the activists to have to come outside of their homes to get in the street to call for justice for Jalen, we need to tell them to be nonviolent, to be peaceful, to do what is necessary to de-escalate. How dare you still in the wake of shooting at a young man over 90 times have the audacity to beat people who are traumatized and angry? Shame on the Akron Police Department and shame on those of us who sit in our homes and know that we ought to be outside because but for the grace of God, it could be any one of us today, tomorrow, and until we are able to root out the real cause of the problem, which is white supremacy running rampant in this nation and the racism towards black, young, young African-Americans, old African-Americans, women, men, because one thing we know for sure is that the police officers, whoever they may be, they come from many diverse backgrounds. We can't say only white people, only white officers shoot people. We know that that's not true. But the one thing that is in common is that the victims are almost always black people. You tell the story. You tell the story and tell it properly. Stop the violence, Akron Police Department. Thank you. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. 
we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. My name is Roger e. Walker, and I'm from Houston, Texas. And I'm married to my beautiful wife, Brittany Walker. And I have two girls. <laughs> They're six and four. And when my cousin gets killed, I'm trying to figure out arrangements to get here. And I have to leave them behind because I don't want them to be exposed to the reality. <laughs> of what being black in America is. I'm a business professional, I work for Sharon Williams. My wife's an assistant principal. Within the company of Sharon Williams, since George Floyd and um, all the tragedies that happened around the world, we've created the African American Network. Um, a lot of leaders within the company allowed for employee resource groups that we can gather and come up with strategies to advance, uh, create career paths, development, skills, and things like that. So me being active and stuff like that, creating that, and then seeing my cousin gunned down, I'm like, what do I do? What do we do? This is the second cousin that I've lost to uh, police brutality, Norman Cooper in San Antonio, Texas. Both I'm close with, grew up with Jalen, watched his father be present in his life, tell him how to, you know, maneuver in the, in the world. Um, Jalen's, like everybody said, very kind, quiet, humble. How does something like this happen to him? And then what do I do? How, how do I respond? I'm tired of sitting on the sideline, being a spectator. I, I just don't know where to turn to. I don't know what to do. So that's why I'm here speaking on behalf of his name and the family. We're gonna get through this, but we need to see changes. We need to see changes. Any questions? At this time, we will take questions. We have, we have received no uh, statements from the police, and to the extent that statements are an issue, what we understand is that the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation has begun to take those statements, but we have no other information at this time. Yes? Can you give us an idea how the United Nations team will work, how many would come on the ground, what kind of interviews they would do, the process, the time frame, how does that all play out? So I asked that very question yesterday when I talked with the United Nations and got confirmation of this information. What we understand is that there's going to be a, a process where they elect the uh, independent investigative uh, uh, experts, excuse me, to review the matter. I imagine that the review will start at the conclusion of the and the publication of the Bureau of Criminal Investigations report. 
And at that point, they'll take their steps as they deem fit. I understand it's extremely bureaucratic as many nations need to weigh in on exactly who's appointed. What type of access will they have to evidence and to the police officers? I'm sorry? What type of access will they have to evidence to the police officers? I, I don't, I don't know, have any idea. Again, we'll learn more of that process as we go forward. What is the formal name of the UN group? Inde the, the, the United Nations International Independent Expert Mechanism to Advance Racial Justice and Equality in the Context of Law Enforcement. That's the entire title. You're going to have to. That's what I got. Yes. Okay. In regards to the police officers, uh, do you know their names? Um, and why have that, not, that information not been made available or public? So I'll answer it in reverse order. What we understand is that the chief refuses to publish those names because of alleged death threats. I've received death threats, okay? So I don't know why they are not releasing those names. Those names ought to be released. We would like that to happen. At this time, though, that's the decision they've made, and we know that BCI is going along with that. Any idea as to whether or not they were individually questioned separately at the time of the shooting, or if they were given time to give plausible reasons as to why this happened? So I've said this countless times, I'll say it again. We are very concerned about the way in which the police have handled the interview of these officers. First problem, they never did give statements at the scene in real time that we are aware of as I speak to you right now, number one. Number two, they then had a press conference where they, in reverse order, showed horrible pictures of Jalen to frame him as a monster. And then number three, came up with a narrative that it was all his fault. As those same officers were at home doubtlessly watching the press conference that was given to the country. And so what we expect is going to happen is that they're all going to get their story to follow the narrative of that press conference. And we are going to drill down to the bottom of the sea to figure out exactly whether or not that is true. I don't yes. know if you remember the, the 137 shots fired in oh, the yeah. area. Sure. Part of that resolution was that they could not determine which of the shots actually killed Timothy Russell and Melissa, Will uh, Melissa Williams and Timothy Russell. Are you going to go for that? Or are you going to, you say you want to make sure they hold the officers accountable for every bullet. The chief said that. What are you going to do to in, in the coming days, we're going to issue our formal proposals for how we feel the prosecution of these officers should go forward, and I'll reserve my comments at that point. Yes? Neil Fisher from 3 News. Has there been a private apology? You mentioned that you want a public apology with gestures. We've had uh, conversations with the chief privately. He came and talked with the family privately. We understand that the mayor has reached out privately because Pastor Robert DeJernet, who gave the funeral uh, eulogy today, was actually working with the city on racial issues, and, and it was known as a known person in the city. He's a respected man of the community. And so they had the, uh, the, the desire to speak to him privately and to the family privately, but they've never one time publicly led this community, just as Tamika said, to acknowledge their wrongdoing. And that needs to stop. They need to acknowledge their wrongdoing. An apology costs nothing. And, I, and you know what, for those who think that this might be a legal position that I'm taking, it's not. It's a human position. Just to say I'm sorry, it's not much.
Yes, are there any calls for resignation of the police chief or any officials who are responsible for the potential uh, leadership that you will cover up in this case? It's too early for us to know whether there's been cover-ups because we're doing our investigation as they are doing their investigation. And if we find there was any cover-up, oh yeah, we'll ask for everything that we possibly can to ensure that justice is served. Yes? Has there been a look into the training of these officers and the background in which they were hired? We don't know their names yet. So we're working on that. Yes? Uh, and if you're familiar with the BCI investigation process, my understanding is the report will then be given to a prosecutor's assigned, and that will be presented to a grand jury secretly with the prosecutor's discretion, and we see a lot of no bills. Uh, are you anticipating, like, you know, getting around that hurdle of if the BCI report, with whatever, whatever its conclusions are, that you have no idea what we'll get to a jury. This much I'll say, for, for the local county prosecutor to get their hands on that and, and, and handle the prosecution we think right now would be the wrong approach. Again, we'll, we'll address the, our specific alternative process at the next press conference we're gonna have, which we assume is coming in the next few days, where we can then talk about those next most important steps. But here's the point. Once BCI publishes its report, mark my words, they will be non-committal. They will give, issue no, no decision as to which side because it's political and they can't do that and they won't do that. And then it'll be up for all of us to debate the facts of that report and for our firm to investigate and this team to investigate that report and make sure that every piece of it makes sense. As we are doing that, we will be also organizing our official positions shortly. Yes. Yeah, I understand that there were eight officers there that night. Did they all have on body cams? And if so, have you had the chance to see all of the footage? There were not eight. There were 13 officers. There were 10 total who used force, as far as we know. Two used tasers, eight used bullets. And did, you, did they all wear body cams? And if so, have you seen? All, to my understanding, 13 body cam videos have been made available by the city of Akron. Whether that's all the videos or not, we can't say at this time. Any, any questions for any other members of the team? Ms. Mallory, can you talk to the protesters who are frustrated? What do you suggest that they do now that David Walker has been laid to rest? What is the next step for local organizers here? Well, I, I've not seen a case around this country where justice came without pressure. Um, and I think that people need to stay organized and stay on the ground. Uh, to make sure that they don't allow the narrative to be shifted to things that have nothing to do with this incident, but that they connect uh, the cases around the country. I think that what uh, Attorney White said is so important in terms of Jalen Walker, not just being Jalen Walker at this point. He joins a group of too many. This is probably the 200th funeral that I have attended myself of people who either died at the hands of police on the street or they died in the system, in prisons and other conditions that involve law enforcement. So people are traumatized and activists and organizers need to know that they have a very specific role, that without their voices, without their fire and their vigor and their courage, we probably will see this incident and many others under the rug. And that cannot happen. And so they need to stay vigilant and stay in the streets. Mr. Walker, 
Can you talk to the citizens of Akron from the heart about where they should be emotionally and mentally in the wake of Jalen's shooting death? Mentally, you should be enraged, but focus that energy on productive things, nonviolent acts, to force change systemically. Um, I think it starts grassroots, um, local uh, lawmakers and policy makers, um, and then also the church. Look to the church. Can you officially tell us who your legal team is comprised of? Yeah, sure. Uh, the legal team is uh, DiCello Levitt Gutzler, that's the firm. The team involves myself, Bobby DiCello, Canabarno, Paige White, as well as all of our other uh, paralegals and lawyers at the firm. And my, oh, my brother as well, who just made a point of <laughs> making sure his name, that's Mark, M-A-R-K, DiCello. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. As always, perform an act of kindness on behalf of an elder or young person. Write a letter to a sister or brother who just so happens to find her or himself incarcerated. Offer libations to the ancestors upon whose sturdy shoulders we all now stand. And above all, give thanks to the God of your understanding by whatever name you call her and him. All God asks of us is that we give each other love. Thanks for giving MIP love. And please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain.